This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. My professor used to say, "I do what I do because I sincerely believe that when you look after women, you have to look after them comprehensively." Hello ladies. Thank you for tuning into Guy from Gynark. This is Dr. Ash and I'm going to speak directly to you things that you've always been wanting to hear from someone. So let us begin our journey. Carrying on the teachings from my professor as an inspiration. Here I am again with a brand new episode and today I talk to you about something rather simple but nevertheless very important. What happens when you visit me or your gynecologist? The thought of visiting a doctor itself is uneasy. And yes, I know there lies a mystery in your mind when you decide to visit a vagina doctor. I also know there are tons of horror stories that you must have all come across. What happens down there is not supposed to be scary. Be open and see anything. Whether you're depressed, you're anxious, you want to plan about your future family. I will provide you as much as help as I can. And if not, I shall make sure to refer you to someone who will ease you of your worries. So coming back to where we started. Just the thought of seeing a gynec is commendable. Let us first move on from there. Remember, we see vagina like an ophthalmologist's eye. Or a cardiologist examines your heart. Be it a male or a female gynecologist, there is no difference to any one of us. Ideally, your first visit should be between the age of 13 to 15 years as a teenager. This is mainly to dispel myths about meeting a gynec and work towards our future relationship. More importantly, it is to educate you related to your safety, your annual examinations, and your lifestyle. you might be seeing us for the first time or for the end time or just an annual checkup whatever it is there can be a few issues you might address to either something related to your ovaries or your uterus your periods your sex life or some birth control ideas or you might be interested in sti testing like gonorrhea or hiv whatever it may be what is important for you is to reduce anxiety when you see or plan to see a gynec so now that you have decided to see me or your gynec what should you or how should you prepare for it firstly congratulations yes like i say it can be pretty scary and nerve wracking but hey we are pretty normal people and not that bad too few preliminary stuffs keep the appointment scheduled in between periods and avoid sex or usage of tampons at least 24 hours before so coming back to your preparation there is some homework as we as doctors expect from you firstly you have to know your history in the history it's basically your medical history whether you have diabetes or high blood pressure or asthma or any other disease also if you have been operated for anything when and how and if there were any complications during that period and also if there's been any significant health concerns in the family any cancers or any other important medical issues it's okay if you do not know don't go around calling them up if you know it 
it will be super helpful. Do mention about any medications you are on with the name, dosage and complete information. There are times when I get to know that you swallow the small white pill from a yellow bottle every morning. But trust me, even though we are very good at predicting the medicines, we would not want to take any chances when it comes to you as our patients. Secondly, know about your periods. You are coming to a gynec, so this is practically the most important thing we would actually like to know. Know at what age you started your periods and how has it been till now. For the recent menses, how frequent they are, are they regular, how many days do you bleed for, is it painful or heavy or crampy or terrible or not that bad. This is actually the crux of information that I want from you so that we can begin our talk. Third, if you've ever been pregnant before, be it a delivery or an abortion. This might be something which you would not want everyone to know. Hence bring someone who you are comfortable discussing this in front of. Fourth, your support person. Bring a friend or a family member or even your partner. Important is that the person should be supportive and mindful. You can always ask that person to step out if need be. Fifth, if you are on your period, it's completely fine. I know I did tell you that you should keep your appointment in between your periods. But it can be unpredictable sometimes. So no worries. Do not reschedule your appointment. We shall discuss about your issues in this visit and ask you to follow up appropriately if need be with certain investigations or reports. Sixth, there's always a doubt whether you should prepare your hair down there for your visit. Do not go out of the way and do anything special for us. Frankly, we as Gynex do not care. Shave or trim or wax or leave it untouched. Do whatever you do regularly. It is your preference. Shave or bare, you are not to be bothered. No use of using perfumed soaps or washes or douches. Trust me, we have seen hundreds if not thousands of vulvas in our career. So do not stress at all. Seventh, what should you do with the undergarments which you carry along with you? Well, once we ask you to be ready for the examination, you just put your underwear next to your chair or your bed or in your bag. You do not need to do any pedicure too when you want to meet us. Neither do you have to shave your legs. Woman, be as normal you are. Visit us in the way you would like us to know you completely. Eighth, Write down your questions and bring the list on a paper or your phone. I like it when my patients know why they are there. But still, you can get nervous and get blank like before any exam and then remember some point while you are driving back. This is something we both wouldn't want, right? Also, bring the question sooner in the appointment so that we can get time to discuss it at length. Ninth, if you want, read up on what to expect. but then. Do not always rely on Dr. Google for your solutions and remedies. The internet is flooded with PCOS, endometriosis, etc. You can read them up but come up with an open mind to know more. Tenth, carry all your reports along with you. It might be very trivial or you might think that there is nothing which is important. But trust me that one investigation might help me understand about your issue a little bit more. So carry all your blood investigations and your sonographies and leave it up to me. 
If there's something not important, I'll just hand over the reports to you. So like we were discussing, you can come with issues related to your periods or it might be STIs and some discharge or menopausal issues or might be contraceptives and birth control options or fertility plans. Whatever it is, the discussion stays between you and me and with entire confidentiality. So that was the theory for you. Now what happens in the practical aspect? Who all will be there in the room? Of course there'll be you and there'll be me or your gynecologist, a medical assistant or a nurse to help me or hand over any instruments and also to guide you and help you change or take position for the examination. Also, you can get someone for your support like we discussed. For the beginning, the gynec consultation begins like any other routine consultation with any other doctor. The medical assistant or the nurse will take your height, your blood pressure and your weight. Then we will chat and get to know more about your medical history, surgical history and family history and actually get to know how well you've done your homework. From there, we come to your menstrual history. From the time you started with your periods to what is happening now and if there are any period related complaints. I would like to know if you are sexually active with men or women or both or have multiple partners. Also if you are involved in vaginal sex or any others like anal or oral sex. You can also point it out to your dog if he doesn't bring up this aspect. We gynax have seen it all and heard it all. So there's nothing I'll be judging for you for any circumstances. Don't worry, be honest so that I can give you the best advice and protect you against those dangerous STIs and unwanted pregnancies. After all the paperwork is done, we end our chit chat and move on to the actual examination. You are eligible for a breast examination. According to American College of Obstetric and Gynecology, a breast examination is recommended every 2-3 to three years if you are between 25-39 to 39 years unless there are some concerns which require early or frequent examinations and an annual examination if you are 40 years and above. If uncomfy then tell me. I might still recommend you to have an examination or ask you to return when you are fine with it. Also I shall teach you about self breast examination when and how to do it. Though you should know that this does not replace the ones done by a doc. In the breast examination, we basically inspect and palpate from the nipples and the areolar that is the darker area around your nipples till your axilla that is the underarm. This is done to look for any palpable mass or any discharge from the nipples. From the breast, I will come to the abdominal examination to feel for any palpable organs. And from there, we move on to the most dreaded vaginal examination. If you do not want to do it, you can refuse or say not today. You are bound to get a little uncomfy and it's okay. There are times when you actually do not need it. Like when you want to discuss about birth control. You won't need a pelvic examination if there are no complaints. And if you need it, let me simplify what I do for you. Initially, there is a speculum examination. A metal contraption is used to evaluate your vagina and your cervix to mainly rule out STIs if there are any complaints of discharge or any other abnormal bleeding. This speculum is also used to insert an IUD like a copity or a mirana which I spoke about in my last episode. Also a speculum is used to do a pap smear. 
pap smear usually begins at the age of 21 years if and once you're sexually active latest one is the improved version called liquid pap smear which checks for the virus causing cervical changes along with picking up the abnormal cells after the speculum examination i do a gentle pervaginal examination to evaluate the cervix your uterus and your ovaries this evaluation is done by inserting one or two fingers inside your vagina and placing the other hand over your abdomen yes this is a little uncomfy but once you relax and keep it easy it is hardly a matter of seconds that we are done so much for the ghastly stories right after this we discuss about any abnormalities related to your examination i do suggest some blood and radiological investigations if need be and we discuss if you have any other doubts or queries or topics lingering in your mind once you leave all your questions should be answered with a good follow up plan and how you can get in touch with me or your gynec if and when need be like this podcast your gynec examination and interaction is a safe space for you most importantly it is all confidential and without any judgment and if anything you should feel powered and proud of yourself that you're looking after your health that's all i have for you in this episode if you loved this episode do share your views and reviews on my instagram or twitter handle on @guy_from_gynac as always let me leave you with a thought remember you matter you are important and you're heard i'm all about you and i wish you an amazing week ahead goodbye